launched Learnifier after doing some consulting work back in call it 2015, uh, sorry, 2014. They've now scaled to 110 companies paying 800 bucks a month. So about $88,000 a month in revenue. That's more than doubled year over year from 40,000 a month just a year ago. They're operating a break even. They're bootstrapped team of 10 in Sweden, about 2% monthly churn, spending about $5,000 to get a new $800 a month customer. So less than a 12 month payback period. Again, as they look to scale their inside sales team uh, and product upsells, again, Learnifier helping teams translate information and education internally much, much faster. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Amadeus Borg. He hates to go to and go home from parties, but loves skiing and beer that comes with it. He loves traveling with his family and friends. His background is small tech companies, advertising companies, and leadership training. He's spiritual, but not religious, optimist, and self-critical, now building a company called Learnifier, which we'll jump into today. Amadeus, you ready to take us to the top? Yes, sure. Of course. All right. So what is Learnifier and how do you guys make money? Okay, so what we do is that we uh, do a product, a tool that helps companies uh, share knowledge in, both internally in their company, but also to the customers. So it's a SaaS play. So obviously, we, we sell it to companies that want to share knowledge either internally or with their clients and partners. Okay, and what do people pay for this on average per month? On average per month, it's uh, about 800 euros. Oh, sorry about that. Dollars, yeah. yeah. $800? Yes. Okay. And and is it a pure play SaaS company? Yes, it is. Interesting. Okay, so your bio is great. It sounds like you have a ton of fun skiing and all this. What what why did you kind of double down and decide to focus on the company and what year did you launch? Uh, we launched in, uh, in 2014, uh, and uh, the reason we started was that I actually, as I said, I had a big, bit of a tech background, and then I did leadership training for some time. Uh, the realization was that it was still very traditional approach to training and learning in most uh, companies. So we were looking for a, for a tool that was mobile-friendly, worked well with video, and was easy to use. And uh, we started building it out ourselves and found actually our first client in California. Then we've done a lot of business both in the U.S. and, and in Sweden. Interesting. So, and <laughs> so 2014 yeah. was kind of day one. How many customers have you scaled to today? We have uh, 110 customers today. Okay, 110 at 800 bucks a month means you're doing about, what, 80, 90 grand a month in revenue? Yes, exactly. That's great. And where were you a year ago so we can understand growth? Uh, So we've grown our MRR by 140% uh, since uh, in the last 12 months. Oh, wow. Okay, so you're doing about $40,000 a month a year ago. Yes, yeah, exactly. Where's that most of that growth coming from? Upselling old customers or landing new logos altogether? Uh, it's mostly landing new logos, but we're also right now starting on doing a bit of upselling. Okay. So, but most of it, I would say, come from new logos. Yeah. I want to talk more about upselling here in a second. You mentioned you're building this for yourself. Walk me through the second. You know, you were your first customer, but how did you land the second customer? Uh, actually, in a hotel bar in New York. So we were. <laughs> <laughs> which which bar? <laughs> it was at a hotel. I, I think it was a Marriott hotel okay. close to Times Square. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we were actually consulting for that company and we know that they had this issue. They were looking for something. So we had built out a prototype and we sl- uh, slipped a piece of paper under the hotel door to one of the founders of that company. We did a presentation in the bar and then we said, Let, let's, why wouldn't you trust a small team in Sweden to build out this product for you? So actually they have been a big part of our journey and also de- funded it because we're bootstrapped this far and they were an important player early on. Wait, so uh, what did the note say that you slipped under his door? And why couldn't you just email him or call him? Uh, because they were doing presentations all day. were really hard to get to. So we said that we have something that we want to show you. Please show up and, uh, and uh, we'll meet in the hotel bar. 
So what, it just said show up at like 8 p.m. Eastern and we'll spend 10 minutes together? Yeah, but we had, I mean, we weren't totally unknown to them. So it was not like just anyone slipped a piece of paper. They, As I they said, that'd be creepy. If I, got that, if I got that yeah. under my hotel door, I'd go, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, so they actually knew who, who we were. So. And they knew about you because of the consulting business. So did you have a big consulting business before the SaaS business? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's kind of, as I said, I started out in tech, then I did leadership training for some time. So that was what I did as a consultant. And then obviously, this is uh, kind of the venture that came out of those two backgrounds. So was the consulting company your own company or you were consulting in someone else's business? It was my own company. Uh, it's still running today, but I'm not part of that today. But we were also doing work for this larger American company as uh, kind of subcontractors. So that's who we pitched it to. And, and help me understand that consulting company. I mean, what did you grow it to in terms of revenue before you stepped away and went all in on the SaaS? Uh, that was actually just in a startup phase as well. So I think we were three people when I stepped into the SaaS business. So. Uh, I I left the old job I had in the advertising business and then uh, started this consulting company and then uh, realizing the need or kind of being able to do the combination of the two, both the leadership training with the tech background. That's kind of what led me into Learn Fire. Very cool. Very, very cool. All right. And then let's walk through some of the growth today. So, I mean, have you bootstrapped the company or raised? And bootstrapped. Totally bootstrapped. That's great. And um, yes. how many people today? 10 people today. Okay, 10 of you guys. And where's everyone based? Everyone is today based in Stockholm. Okay, so Sweden. And, and yeah. wh- so what's the, I mean, are, are, you know, obviously being bootstrapped, I imagine you're running what, right at break even or are you profitable? Uh, we were <laughs> exactly at break even each year. Yeah. So that's kind of the plan. Yeah. yeah. So and, we're, and how we're, sticky is uh, the thing? I mean, when people sign up, are they sticking around a while? What's your turn today? Uh, with uh, actually this I would say the last six months is the first time we've seen a little bit of churn but it's still below 2% so it's still fairly low 2% so, what monthly or annually or what m- monthly yes yes so we had a bit of churn this fall but we also did kind of last fall was when we really started selling it more aggressively so it was kind of natural but we're still finding the perfect product market fit so uh, it's it's in a way expected Okay, Top Tribe, many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. I use HostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. But you got to do it now. Again, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. And when you look at the customers you're adding today and you look at your marketing channels, I mean, what are you spending in terms of fully weighted CAC to get a new $800 a month customer? Uh, so uh, in uh, t- the total CAC for, for that company is about uh, six, five to $6,000. Okay. So what your so payback period is? you earn it back in less than in 12 months. Yeah, yeah that's great. That's and very- we're, still, we're still really working on improving that because uh, we're also seeing that 
uh, it's really decreased. I mean, oh, we, it was way higher, higher just 12 months back. Where is most of that $5,000 going? Is it salesperson commissions or paid marketing spend yes, or what? Yes, today is mostly direct sales. But we're also starting, we've done some partner sales and we're building that. Uh, we are also ramping up marketing efforts. Who's so, your first partner? Uh, that's, uh, it's actually a production company. So given that uh, our tool needs content in it, uh, uh -huh. companies usually need to produce some videos and things like that. So it is quite an often that a client could come ask them for the production and then they realize that they need a tool to deliver it in. And then we become that natural. And what have you structured with. in terms of the kickback for the production company if they bring you a client? 20% of the first year uh, ARR. And then goes down to nothing? Yes. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So you have the partner channel and then you have a salesperson commissions. So how many, I want to understand how you structured your sales team. So of the 10, how many are sales? Uh, today there are four that are full time. Okay. All quota carrying? Uh, no, three of them are. And so three yeah. are quota carrying. What's the other person do? Is they, they're in charge of scheduling SDR. meetings? SDRs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so those meetings, I mean, are these like demos essentially over Zoom? Yes. Okay. A big part of it is, yeah. And so how did you decide what quota to put these three quota carrying reps at? Uh, we looked at the history of the past 12 months and then we kind of, uh, through discussion, so it's, it's still kind of an organic process and it's quite different for the three different people at this stage. Okay, so each person and also has one a different... of them has a quota is more of a that's what I said. One of the people is now working uh, entirely on up sales. So we're just now recruiting uh, three more salespeople. So we're just now uh, interviewing for that. And those would be then uh, hunters. How are they the one focused on upselling? What typically what pricing axes are they upselling against? Is it is it features or number of seats or some usage metric? Uh, it's, uh, it's a usage metric. It's both actually, we have both a, a usage met metric and a per seat fee part to our pricing. What is the usage metric? Is it like number of videos uploaded or what? No, it's, it's totally dependent on a number of active use or active learners of so people going through some sort of a learning in initiative. So their team size essentially. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then it looks like you also use then, the, the number of admin licenses. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What's an admin license? You mean like the 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 C suite someone, at the company? Someone who no, it's actually someone who could create content. Uh, so we're moving more in a direction. So our vision is really that anyone should create content, but still we're at a at a, it's in a way driving cost to us. So, so I I would assume that that's probably the one that we would remove later on uh, because uh, the vision is more driven towards everyone creating and sharing. So. Uh, it's not unlikely that that would potentially disappear as an upsell opportunity later. Yeah, very good. We'll just focus on one metric. All right, let's uh, let's wrap up here. Uh, actually, Manis, before we wrap up with the famous five, any plans to raise capital? Uh, not today. Uh, we are though. We are putting in some of our own money that we'll start spending this year. So I would say probably in twelve months we'll um, we might look at doing some external financing. And you're doing about a million a, a year today. If someone came and offered you call it three three and a half million bucks to buy the company, would you sell? No, not at that price. Definitely not. What 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 <laughs> what multiple starts to get interesting for you? Like four, five, six x. 
some yeah more at at the higher of that yeah uh-huh. because we're we're feeling that we're in a really good position we now have capital for the coming 12 months to grow at least uh, the team uh, double the team and uh, use some ex- more external resources so we're in a good position that way so it really has to be uh at this time a really good offer but then again in 12 months i i guess we're gonna the plan is to 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 take on to take on more capital so yeah very good all right let's wrap up with the famous five number one what's your favorite business book uh the favorite business book is uh drive number two is there a ceo you're following or studying uh everyone responds elon musk right <laughs> yeah a lot a lot of them do all right yeah. number uh, uh number three uh marius what is your favorite online tool for building the company uh it is i would probably say trello <laughs> number four how many hours of sleep do you get every night uh medium six okay and what's your situation married single kids married how many kids two two kids okay and how old are you i'm 43 they are four and seven very good okay last question what do you wish your 20 year old self knew uh excellent question uh what what i know today will kind of just enjoy the ride and guys enjoy the ride again launched learn a fire after doing some consulting work back in call it 2015 uh, sorry 2014 they've now scaled to 110 companies paying 800 bucks a month so about eighty-eight thousand dollars a month in revenue that's more than doubled year over year from forty thousand a month just a year ago they're operating a break even their bootstrap team of 10 in sweden about two percent monthly churn spending about five thousand dollars to get a new 800 a month customer so less than a 12 month payback period again as they look to scale their inside sales team uh, and product upsells again learn a fire helping teams translate information and education internally much, much faster. Matthias, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you. Have a great day.